Hey, so welcome along. Look at that. We have found uh, each other, which is a like, it's, it's like a kind of dating site. No, nothing like that. This is James Watt in conversation. Uh, show talk. And uh, this is where we talk to the stars of theatre, stage, music. Uh, people are going out entertaining us. And it, and we've got a great one today. Uh, Teresa Bizarre, real pop royalty on the show today. Uh, of course, many years in dollar. And then there was uh, Guys and Dolls before that. Anyway, they're out with uh, O Latour. It's Teresa and uh, Stephen doing it this time round. We'll find out all about that. And if you're listening to this uh, early in its existence of the podcast, because what we're in September, uh, there's a bit of a ticket deal at the back of it if you do want to go on to see the tour. Anyway, let's get on with it. You may have heard this on the radio uh, elsewhere, but not the full version of it which is the beauty of the podcast so you get the whole all the all the little bumps and everything in this so this is Teresa Bazaar in conversation with me and this is what happened this is quite exciting you know today because we've got an actual pop icon on the show today uh Teresa Bazaar welcome along to the show lovely to have you here hello my darling thank you so much for inviting me on and um Yes, it's been a while, about, I don't know, a few years. Who's counting? I, I'm let's, not sure. <laughs> let's probably, it's probably best not to not to count because uh, it was Dollar uh, and a whole stream of hits back in the day. And, um, you, you know, you had that moment in the sun where you were that, like the one, you know, Dollar, you were everywhere. What was that like to be for that moment in time to be absolutely everyone's darling? Yeah, um... You know, it's a really good question, and I'm not even sure how to answer it because I think most of the time um, it was an interesting dynamic. Yes, we were like the golden couple, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and always in, in the papers, and we were having all these hits with these beautiful records. Uh, we were so fortunate to have these in- incredible writers and producers. But for me, I was always... Um, like the backroom boy as well. So I was always the second that we'd actually nailed a record and it was a hit. Abel were working so hard doing all the TVs and the interviews, but I was already worrying about the next one, the follow-up. So I never really got to have my moment in the sun because I was really, really fretting. Whereas David, on the other hand, he got it just right. (laughs) And he was basking in the glory and the fame and he had a a ball. But I, I never felt like that. I never felt like that ever. So, I, so to answer your question, it kind of half the time I was pinching myself, going, "Is this really me, or is it her, the glamorous one who's everyone sees?" But it wasn't really me. Well, well, it was it was because you'd, you'd had success before um, with Guys and Dolls, um, which was a, you know a big group of the earlier seventies, and uh, and then had quite a lot of success with that. And you, you were in there with David as well. I understand there was some sort of. Uh, he fell out with him, and, and you were his boy girlfriend at the time. So that meant that uh, you left at the same time. Oh, we got thrown out. Yes, we did. We actually got chucked out, which was um, <clears throat> devastating at the time. But of course, in hindsight, it was the best thing that could have happened. But <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when when Dollar? Because let's say you you're you've got the O La Tour tour. Uh, coming all yeah. over the country, uh, Milton Keynes, Leeds, uh, City Varieties, the 21st, Southampton, Hooray! yeah, Leeds, and uh, Wolverhampton and Chesterfield and London and Glasgow and Burnley. Uh, you, uh, not with David, with you've got a new man uh, to uh, to sing along with at the moment. Who, who are you singing with? Certainly have. Who, 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 so tell us about the tour, first I'm of all. I'm singing with a 
So a, a great Yorkshireman called oh, right. Stephen Fox, yep, who's um Leeds based and actually we're rehearsing in Leeds. So I'm I'm sort of I'm currently down in London but um I'm going all around the place. But um I am based in Leeds, which is great. Um beautiful countryside actually. The Yorkshire countryside is really oh, stunning. Absolutely, yeah. Um Stephen is so good. He's um a consummate musician, he's he's a touring artist. Um, he also creates film, and um, he he's brilliant. His voice is just phenomenal. He's so down to earth. He's so organised. I mean, he's handsome. He can dance. I mean, I can go on. And and you know what? And he never gets uptight, and he never loses it, which um is really lovely because I like people who are professional and organised and technicians. I think because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, and I just like people that are the same and go about their business. You know, no, 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 no sort of like huff and puffing. Yeah. It's just too hard. So who came, who was, was it, I guess it was your idea. Let's go out and, and have a bit of fun with this one and do do some songs. So when when did the idea come that you're going to go out and uh, and bring kind of dollar back, the the, the feel of dollar and, and you, you were half of it. So there we go. So when did you decide to do this? Um, okay, long story short, otherwise we would be here all day, many cups of coffee later. But long story short is that um, COVID happened and someone asked if I'd write a book. And I said, who'd want to read about me? That nobody would. And then I kind of got to thinking and it made me sort of open Pandora's box. All the memories, all the music that literally I hadn't listened to for probably 15 years. It had all been shoved away, you know, in a cupboard, you know, locked the door and that's it. And of course, it all once you start, it all came flooding back. And I sort of thought, hmm, with all the antics and the silly pranks and everything and the whole 80s nonsense, um, but also the incredible production skills that were coming through. And this, you know, it was just such a phenomenal, probably the best for me, the best time in music, pop music ever. Transformational. And um, so I thought, OK, so I started writing the book. And then I've got this great literary agent, a London agent, who got a really, really keen interest from a major publisher. And they went to acquisition and said, it's great, the book, but her social media really isn't where we need it to be. <laughs> so I spoke to him and I went, right, because I, I didn't do anything. I didn't post. I had somebody kind of managing a Facebook page and that was it. So I went, right, what do you need? He gave me a number and I went, okie doke. So New Year's Day this year, I went, that's it. I am pushing hard and I've been pushing hard. I've got about 14,000 followers on Facebook. Now, they're all real. You know, it's not yeah. this bought like stuff. And I'm now tweeting or Xing or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you know, and Insta's coming. In. But And then I thought authenticity. I'm 68 and I want to get it right now because I feel liberated. I have nothing to prove except to myself, but I want to kind of reconnect. So I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll do a live tour. <laughs> when was the so, last time you sang these songs then? Um, oh, the live band about 40 years ago, something like that. Oh, yeah, Who's yeah. can Just give or take, you know. But it does, it's just, um, I think, and I realise that music is so vital to my existence, which I kind of locked away. Yes, I've got two wonderful children and, um, you know, I've had a great life doing other things. But fundamentally, music is my absolute driving force, my passion. And so I suddenly thought, well, it's just, it will just happen. And 
funnily enough, it's just happening with a lot of effort, a lot of work. But it's happening. And the band are absolutely marvellous. Very different ages, which is also good, you know, kind yeah. of working with some youngsters who are just so talented. <laughs> My jaw's dropping. I'm going, don't, don't, don't compliment them too much, you know. But seriously, the musicianship is just so good. I, I guess the youngsters in the band, uh, are they are they kind of pretending that they know all about Dollar? Uh, because I know all about Dollar because I was around when uh, when you were having the hits. But uh, these youngsters, these youngsters, they weren't they they weren't even around when you were having a lot of the hits. No, I know. So interestingly, it falls into two categories. This is a really great conversation. I'm having such fun because the older members of the band would have been teeny boppers as they used to call them then maybe sort of you know between nine and sort of 13 and maybe they would have had a poster on their wall and maybe they would have saved the pocket money and gone and bought a single and then you've got the younger ones who weren't even born but there's this incredible influence of 80s music so for example the bass player who's just remarkable um his biggest musical influence growing up that his dad introduced him to was Tears for Fears. <laughs> oh, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, the 80s kind of is seeping through. And I know friends who've got like late teens, early 20s children who are interested in Bowie and they're discovering all sorts of things. They're discovering Ace of Bass. They're discovering yeah, all kinds of 80s stuff. And they think it's fab, well, you know, because it's all new to them. Did you remember all the words? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. De that's very, very much so. And to the point that I'm, driving, I'm not driving the band there because I won't, because it's not meant to be perfect. This is not, we are not jumping up and down um, singing to backing tracks. That's not where it's at. So there is room for improvisation and subtle changes and interpretation. But I could sing you for the most part for the big hits and also some of the lessons. Probably most of the set, I can sing you the bass lines, I can see, sing you the keyboard riffs, the sequence of bass parts, probably the hi-hat part for a lot of them. My head is at. I'm very much a musician, even though I play guitar and piano terribly, but I do. But I, I, I integrally know the structures of the songs. Do you have Do you have a favourite uh, song that you love to sing now? Is, and is it different from the when you were back in the day having the hits? Um, tis a bit. I actually my favourite um my favourite song, and I'm actually learning to love it singing it which is not a cruisy sing is actually pink and blue which was the b-side of giving back my heart right. and i love it so much um it's one of my and i, I wrote it and, and that the production is just gary lang and trevor horn's producer um produced it with me and it is just it's exquisite so i kind of get transported with that but i mean yeah, I, I, I love I love singing Give It Back My Heart, especially the ending. The ending's so nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it goes off. And you know that that was actually um a one take, you know, like the very, very last bit that goes, Ang angels are watching you walk. Yeah. Um Trevor gave me this scrappy piece of paper. It was just him and me and Gary in the studio and I've been doing vocals all day and it was sort of quite late. And he said, 
will you just go and do a bit on the end and here's the lyrics? I went, what do you mean? He said, well, just make it up. I said, improvise. He said, yeah. And I kind of have always loved a bit of that, you know. And um, so I went in. It's just me with all this wall of sound that sounded just so gorgeous. And um, I just started singing. And he stopped and he, he's grinning at me, you know, through the glass. And he said, that was lovely. He said, you sound just like Julie Andrews. And he didn't realize that that was such a huge compliment because growing up as a kid, I'd loved Julie Andrews. I mean, I always wanted to be one of those children you know, in the sound of music. I was there. You know, I was absolutely there. And then I said, okay, then let's go again. And he goes, no, that's it. I said, what do you mean? He said, it's perfect. And I went, really? He said, yeah, come and have a listen. And that was it. It was just one take. That was it. And just a little bit of magic. Wow. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. Absolutely. It's lovely to have you back uh, doing your thing, okay? You've been away for far too long. Uh, so are you, are you just have you been in the music world or have you just been doing uh, life and having, you know, children no, and, and all that sort of thing? Not at all. Just doing life. I kind of, um, when I was younger, much younger, I kind of sort of made a, a promise to myself um, because it was my perspective then that I would never um, become a, a sort of an older sort of like pop star fallen from grace, sort of hacking round and just doing things and looking old and kind of still trying to skip up and down in heels and that kind of stuff. I never wanted to be that person. So I kind of just wanted to leave the memories pristine and kind of disappear. Well, they're going to come back. They're coming back, the memories. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to seeing it. Big tour all over the place. Uh, Leeds is where you're rehearsing as well. So that's the uh, the City Varieties 21st. You're at Milton Keynes before that. Southampton, Gloucester, Wolverhampton, Chesterfield, London and Glasgow and Burnley all over the country. Uh, and it is the yeah. Ola Tour. You thought about that for a long it time, is. didn't you? Uh, that, that, well, that's not, that's not me, you see. That's Stephen Fox. He, his <laughs> mind is a brilliant, creative mind. But I will... Um, let you into a little sneak peek too this weekend um so what is that the date is the 9th and the 10th is it oh, something yeah, like that yeah, yes it is yes yeah um if your listeners are super smart jump onto my social pages and they just have to put in Teresa bazaar we are having a big ticket promotion right. so if they want to grab a ticket and money's a little bit tight and i completely get that they might be in for a big treat if they just jump on and see what the discount code is, where it leads them. So, Right, good tip. Thank you very much for that. Okay, thank you Pleasure. very much, Teresa Bazaar. Uh, lovely to chat to you and uh, lovely that you're back doing it. Okay, will be a fantastic night. Fabulous. I can't wait to see you. And there we have it, Teresa Bazaar. Check her out on the social. She's doing that now. She's got it all sorted out and uh, on tour as well. Uh, oh, la tour. Tour so to speak. Uh, sounds like a good one. Uh, if you want to follow this show, we'd love to get you on board and just subscribe away. And then uh, one of these pops up every now and again when we're in the mood. Uh, we're in the mood today. Uh, so just subscribe away. And if you want to contact me at James Watt UK on the usual social medias and jameswattuk.com, there is a website which tells you uh, even more information about me if you should so care. But subscribe away. That's what people say. And we'd love to have that happen all right and thank you for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time around